1: Live from New York, it's the show that is not in a walking boot. It's First Things First. Bruce not here, but don't worry. Rick Bucher's coming up. Today, Rogers' deal nears completion, we think. Would the four-time MVP make the Jets a Super Bowl contender? Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson, still no deal. But what is the secret message that I decoded behind his latest social media post? And finally, the Lakers look solidly... Okay. Okay. They do. Oh, you're unbelievable. Solidly oak. Oh, they look solidly fine. Unbelievable. Is there a chance they miss the play-in, but in a good way? They oh. miss it because they win too many games. Uh, alongside Rick Bucherin for Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, yeah. are you feeling optimistic about your favorite team? Oh, I'm feeling optimistic. They're not my Played favorite team. I, but I'm <laughs> feeling optimistic about the Lakers and very
2: optimistic that before the end of today's show, Kevin Wilds is going to issue an apology and
1: a retraction, so stay tuned, America. About the Lakers. About the Lakers. Okay. I thought it was about our friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! We start with the Road Warriors. Good WWF tag team and an inept version of the defending champs. Here is this odd moment where nobody wants to do anything, and Draymond and Dylan Brooks kind of stand cheek to cheek. Podcaster Draymond Green had 16 points, and Dylan Brooks applauded his media ambitions. Take a listen. That was an impressive showing
0: tonight. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You should give the mic to Draymond. Make them talk about me. What was that? Make them keep talking about me so I can play better. Rivalries are created by you win, I win. And clearly we won four times and I think their organization has zero championships. So I can't consider that a rivalry. So
1: when you say win, you ain't talking about in, in March. You're talking about,
0: oh, I mean, anybody can win in March. Anybody can win in March. What that mean? I have a hard time getting out of my bed in March. <laughs> I the game in March me.
1: I mean college basketball. Yeah. A significant amount. Uh-huh. Uh, are the Warriors
2: officially done, Nick? Oh, they I mean they're clearly done. And there's no I don't know how at this point anybody could deny it and Draymond can talk about the unimportance of March basketball games. But his team's not going to be playing games past April, past potentially early April if they don't play better in March. So the Warriors have been telling us, Rick, all year long, they're a bad team. There are you know what? They've been telling us all year long they are the definition of a mediocre team. After twenty games, they were ten and ten. After forty games, they were twenty and twenty. After sixty games, they were thirty and Mm thirty. And I understand Draymond's feeling that oh March, what does March mean to us? Well when you're the one seed, nothing. When you are hanging on to staying out of the play in by the by tiebreakers, it means quite a bit. And if you Rick, if you look at their next eight games, This Warriors Mm -hmm. team, which is one loss clear of being in the play-in, I don't know how anybody can think that they are safely ensconced in the playoffs. They have three home games in their next eight. They're against Phoenix, Milwaukee, and Philly. They could lose all three. Yeah. And the road games, I don't care who they're playing. They can lose all of them because they are – The Rockets? Well, the Rockets have six road wins this year. The Warriors have seven. So And that game, obviously, is in Houston. So I understand, Rick, that Draymond is holding on to the four titles, which he's allowed to, and it's all he has to hold on to. But the Warriors right now, still in Vegas, are considered a title contender. Fifth best odds. They are far from it. They are so much more likely to miss the postseason entirely for the third time in four years than they are to be playing in the conference finals, let alone the NBA finals, or
3: win a title. Uh, They are not officially dead. They might be on life support. They might be in a coma. But uh, if if your Lakers have a chance of making some noise, the same thing can be said about the Golden State Warriors. Because... The Lakers are pretty much a 500 team and have told us that they were that or worse for the better part of the season. Now, if we're putting everything together right now, I like the Lakers. Of you do. Chances right. more than I like the, the Golden State yeah. Warriors. But the reason that everybody's hanging on to the Warriors could still be a threat in spite of what we've seen is because we saw the exact same thing last year. From January on, they were a 500 team. The distinction is they demonstrated early on what they were capable of being. And this iteration of the Warriors has not demonstrated that. So I'm not about to go to the mat for the Warriors and say that they are still a threat to win a title. I've been saying all year that the the worm has finally turned. And when you have Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb, two two two-way players, two G League players essentially, playing meaningful minutes and your bench is not the same, and Klay Thompson, while back and scoring well, is not the same player. Uh, Draymond Green, not the same player. Needing Steph Curry to be phenomenal just to be a 500 team, then you're not championship caliber anymore. But to say that they don't have a chance, who's the favorite in the West? Like. The West is just so kind of marshmallowy soft yes. that for me to say that they have no chance right. is really... Yeah,
2: I, I just no. can't do it. Okay, well, I can do it. When you're 7-25 when you're and 25 on the road, you have no chance. Yep. When you are playing a team that is without its best player and is still without its veteran leader in Steven Adams, that is reeling. And a team that you have real reason to get up for because of the tete-a-tete, Via a podcast that Draymond has had with Dylan Brooks, and you're down 48 to 28 after the first quarter. You are not a contender. You are flat. Are you talking a contender?
3: Wait a minute. When you said that they lost to a team missing its best player, were you talking about the Lakers or Listen, the Warriors? Because if Rick- I'm not mistaken, the, the the Lakers just lost to that same Memphis Grizzlies team. Without John Morant, wait, I if I'm, understand. If I'm on, not wait. mistaken. I
2: understand that you want to have a Lakers conversation, and we're going to have... No, 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 I just, I need I'm to... I'm talking about the I'm, I'm just help- Warriors who are right now, ha- have the third worst team in the league on the road, who are right now yes. have... The fifth toughest schedule remaining in basketball. And despite yes. the fact that Steph Curry is having an exceptional season, when he's playing yes. or when he's not playing, they have shown us who they are. So I just I, – I am not – I'm not buying that they can flip a switch. And I don't think – I honestly think at this point, Wilds, you aren't either. Well,
1: I, I – there was a play last night. It was on Reddit. It was a loose ball and Clay doesn't go after it. Draymond's a little bit far away. Hubs, if we can run that. And this feels like the type of team that's just kind of coasting. So Dylan Brooks says, sure, I'll take it and get an easy bucket. And once you get a few of those plays that add up, you end up losing games. So then I went back and I'm like, man, it seems like they're coasting. And I typed in like, uh, I typed in like Warriors coasting. And this quote came up, human nature where we're at to be ready for the regular season to end. Talking 82 games, we get bored with that after a while. That was Draymond, April 2016. This was at the shop. Remember, he said, I can't get up for Sacramento. Oh, you're in. And okay- in the finals. How did how did it end? Uh, well, it lost, but in the finals. Yeah, but, but okay, but this is not. So they the... can turn this. They, I buy that the their legacy and their pedigree has got them to the point, and maybe it'll bite them. No, be, but it's never been like off. this. Can we
2: show the record of what they have been in March for Draymond to say, well, what does March mean to us? The years they have made the finals. They have been first or second in the conference on this date. mm mm-hmm. This year, they are tied for sixth, which is also actually tied for their five, six, seven, mm-hmm. eight is basically all in the same spot right now. The idea that this is at all, you know what this is similar to? The year, two years ago, when LeBron eliminated them in the play in, or yeah. actually, no, the Grizzlies eliminated them in the play in after LeBron right. beat them in the play in. Like, the idea right. that they can, we, we have no evidence, Rick, that the Warriors can be mediocre in the regular season and go on a playoff run.
3: They've never done it. Wait a minute. Yeah, but the one element that you're not taking into consideration is that their biggest issue is at the defensive end. Is that fair to say? That's yes. where that's where all their problems are. That's why they're not a good team on the road. Who are the two players that they are missing that they could still get back? Oh, you're going to uh, any, any day Barry now. Eight in the second. Who, who has
2: for them this and, year? No Wiggins. I, and? no Wiggins. But you and, said two oh. players. I would say one player. Relying on Gary Payton II, who, who who they was not on the roster to start the season and they traded for, and now he can't pass a physical. If you think Andrew Wiggins is going to come in and save this team, I disagree because the defensive end is the issue, which I think Wilds all uh, brings us to the next thing we have to talk about. Sure.
1: So we're talking. There's some sound from Dylan Brooks on his feud with Draymond.
0: No, 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 because I know I'm a better player than him. I can do the same stuff like he does. That's easy. You know, that's just showing up to work. Me, you know, I try to score, I figure out, try to figure out plays, I try to call out plays for my team. You know, so just the fact that, you know, he was trying to, you know, pin my teammates against me, that's a low blow. These are my guys. You know, we grew, we grew it all together. You know, I ain't out there, you know, getting the physical altercations with my teammates.
1: Physical altercations, Ouch. Uh, tail the tape though. Draymond comes out the winner on this one. Nick? Yeah, but it's your but they, take.
2: Well, listen, Draymond's a future hall of famer. Draymond has been the second most important piece of a dynasty. And in 2023, Draymond is not a useful player, even to the Warriors. Draymond's entire utility. Oof. Hold on, Rick. Wait a second. We agree. That he, oh, wait, wait a
3: minute. You just said. Uh, no, no, no. I'm allowed to say oof. Okay. I'm allowed to okay. say oof well, when you make a statement enough. like that's that. Fair enough. Kevin, that, Ke- you ba- you Wilds, back me up on I this, right? Is, that's they that's are, a visceral reaction. They are the 18th ranked defense,
2: they have no continuity, and he has been, by definition, the worst leader in the league this year. You know how I know? He's the only one to almost break a teammate's jaw. And, oh, Nick, that was (laughs) months ago. Well, what about two days ago? In the midst of a streak where they need to start getting wins, what about throwing a temper tantrum mid-play that leads to a turnover that helps lead to a loss? And who was it that he was upset with? Oh, yeah, the kid that he cold-cocked. So if you're asking me, would I rather right now have Dylan Brooks, his fashion choices notwithstanding, or Draymond Green? Sung of course. Us. That one was fine. The other day he was wearing the Stone Cold Steve Austin look. Not really my style, but to each their own. Right now, Rick, what does Draymond do that helps a team win? Tell me, this year, what is it? I would say nothing. I would say he has been a net negative for this team.
3: If... Well, uh, the stats that we just put up there, those are this year's stats. am I correct? Yes correct. on that Yes okay can we show can we show those again? Yeah, yeah. sure. Wow. And so where where do all those statistics where does he rank statistically in all of these things when it comes to the warriors? The assists are either first or second on the team. The rebounds are very much yeah. are, are very much there. He organizes them at both ends of the floor now, and derailing season one nothing. Yeah, look, there's no question that the punch compromised his ability to lead this team. Well, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing that. But the idea that Dylan Brooks is saying, yeah, you know, I figure things out and I tell my teammates which which plays to run. Like Draymond doesn't have to figure anything out. He's already figured it out. He's working on figuring out what the other team is doing sure. so that he can pro- provide the appropriate move for the Warriors to make. From a from a mental standpoint, from an organizational standpoint, both offensively and defensively, Draymond Green is still at the heart of what the Warriors do. Now, has he been as good as normal? No, he has not. And the punch had an impact on that. Hold on. But Despite the fact that Dylan Brooks is six years younger, can score better, um, is probably overall physically more talented than Draymond at this point, there is no comparison IQ-wise between the two. And if there's one reason why you should still believe in the Warriors being able to get something done... It's because of their
2: IQ. No, that, listen. I the, and again, I want to make it clear with with respect. And I guess this is not going to sound that respectful, but with respect to Dylan Brooks, he is likely going to you know finish hopefully a long career, but never have like an NBA legacy, so to speak. Draymond Green has one. Draymond Green helped. All, I don't want to say reinvent the game. He didn't, but he is what unlocked the small ball, and he was so. And I think he should have more than one Defensive Player of the Year award. I am not questioning his bona fides. What I am saying is his calling card has been forever. It's not the box score, it's leadership. Motivation and defense. And this team this year has been rudderless. They can't win on the road where you need motivation that doesn't come from the crowd. And the defense has been below average. So for this season, I don't think Draymond Green has a case to make that he has been a helpful player. He's been an okay podcaster and a mediocre at best player. And so for this year,
1: I think Dylan Brooks has an argument there. Okay, odds to win the West. Denver. At one, Suns at two, Warriors. This is insane. At three, then the Grizz and the Clippers coming in. Nick, scarier playoff team, the Warriors or the Grizzlies?
2: Well, listen, if Ja doesn't come back, the Grizzlies obviously can't win the West. And I don't know if he is coming back. But if he does come Mm -hmm. back, they can win the West. The Warriors, Andrew Wiggins or not, a team that has won seven times on the road all year and will be on the road all postseason, Rick, I think is drawing dead to win the West. So neither would be my pick, but the Grizzlies, you almost have to allow for the possibility because the road would be so much easier, and John might be coming back. I don't think the Warriors have
3: any path. Um. Yeah. It took a while, but you and I agree on something. Okay. Um, the, 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 the The Grizzlies have a far better chance of having home court advantage and staying up in the standings. So there's that. And to your point, the Warriors, if they're in the play-in and they're having to make it, if they don't have home court advantage, then there's almost no chance of them being able to advance. So I am I'm with you. I agree. Wow. I don't know that I'd make the Grizzlies my first choice, no. but I would certainly... Put them ahead of the Warriors. Oh, I'll All take right.
1: the defending champ. Sure. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty easy. Flip the switch. Flip the switch. Yeah, flip the switch. Yeah, you've been with the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, you've been flip. with the Warriors. All you win every game at home, win, steal one on the road. Okay. All of a sudden, Clay gets hot. Oh, Steph yeah, gets hot. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's uh, pretty yeah. simple. That was easy money for me. Uh, Will Katie's <laughs> ankle halt the Sun's title chances? We discuss next. First things first. I'm Alex Rodriguez. Welcome back to a big Friday show we're talking about the Suns Kevin Durant left the arena in a walking boot expected to miss two to three weeks mm. Suns Nick have 16 games remaining on their schedule currently fourth place in the West yeah how do you think Katie's absence affects the Suns title chances oh, I, I mean I think it's a r- n- not quite devastating but a brutal blow in the
2: worst case scenario mm. for him. I mean the, Rick If I were to say, who are the players in the league, star players, that you have the highest level of injury concern for, he's now one of your top three draft picks. Kawhi, Anthony Davis, and Kevin Durant, to me, would be the three, with LeBron probably fourth uh, because of the age and what we've seen the last few years. But post-Achilles... His body does not seem to be able to hold up. And he, ne- he always had a body that you were worried about. But for a dozen yeah. years, it was like, you have no reason to worry about it. He had the one foot mm-hmm. injury where he missed basically a whole season with the Jones fracture. And other than that, he was 70-plus games basically every year. He played all 66, yeah. the 66-game season. He had a couple 80, 81, 82-game years. And now since the Achilles, he obviously played zero games that next year, 35 And here's the other part of it, Rick. It's not just now the Suns are going to have trouble climbing in the seating. It's that Mm -hmm. he's going to have less time to gel with these guys. And I know everybody says, Mm -hmm. ah, Kevin Durant gels instantly with everyone. Well, yes, to a degree, but you still want to get on the court but the other part of it is this. Their first round series could be against Dallas, could be against the Warriors, who some people still believe in, could be against the Lakers, could be against the Clippers. Good teams, right teams that could yeah. throw a real scare in you. And my experience last few years Rick with NBA injuries is when a guy comes back, he ain't going 38 minutes full bore. It's like okay, here's 21 minute, you know, and so yeah. I think for the yeah. Suns, this absolutely opens the door to them getting bounced in round one, depending on when he comes back and how healthy he is. And I feel terribly for mm.
3: him, but I, I think it's a di- potential disaster for them. Yeah, and two of the other guys that you could add to your list Chris Paul. are also Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul and Devin Booker. In terms of guys that you look at and say okay. they've had difficulty staying healthy Chris Paul, the for course sure. of an entire yep. season. So I'm I'm with you on that, and keep in mind, Kevin, uh, this isn't the first injury this year where he's missing significant time, so where he is conditioning-wise and yeah. being able to ratchet up and go to the next level in the postseason where everything gets more difficult, I was not as high on the Suns' title chances as a, a lot of people were. I, I believe that the winner, the champion this year, is going to come out of the Thanks. Eastern Conference, and whoever is coming out of the West, is going to be essentially cannon fodder for for that team out of the East. But that said, I don't even know, to your point, I'm not convinced that they necessarily get uh, out of the first round or anywhere close to the conference finals Mm. for this. Not just the absence of KD for this stretch, and not just because of the chemistry issues. But uh, too much has been made out of the early start with Kevin Durant. They've played Either really bad uh, offensive teams or a really bad defensive team in the Dallas Mavericks. And we've jumped to conclusions that this team is now ready to play anybody in the West. And I, I just, I need to see them where their defense in particular is going to be challenged. KD, losing KD, this tells you where their defense is. Losing KD is a major loss for them defensively because in those three games, he was. One of their top two rebounders and one of their best shot blockers. And now they're going to be out without him. And I don't see anything on that roster. Here's the other part. I don't see the depth on the roster or the pieces on the roster that if you told me, well, we'll use two or three guys to make up for what Kevin Durant does. They don't have it. They traded him. I don't see the requisite talent to be able to do that. That's right.
1: Um, All right, Nick, question for you. I'm going to give you multiple choice. What are you worried about when we talk about the newness of KD and the Suns? Here are your options. Number one, end of game, like Luka and Kyrie when they were playing yep. hot potato. Number two, general strategy, offensive strategy, like when the Nets ran into the Celtics, he was getting bottled up. Don't Well, they didn't have a plan B, True. but he should have a plan B. Or number three, general vibes, like, hey, how are Chris Paul and KD going to work out? What are you worried about that they're not going to be able to it, the, work out in the regular season? The, and just if KD's back in the play, The last thing I'm worried about is end of game. Okay.
2: Because because of KD's heightened shot-making ability, they can do what they did against the Mavs, which is have a broken play that was kind of a disaster, and it doesn't matter because KD can just bail them out. Mm-hmm. So that it's not the end of games. I think the on-court continuity, particularly on the defensive end, is wildly important for their ability to make a playoff run. And I am also concerned, like, I've made this point before. I made this point before Durant got hurt, but I want to reiterate it here. Whenever we talk about sports and we do our picks, we always add the caveat of if healthy. But for certain teams, that caveat is more deserved than others. Like, last year, I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks got very unlucky. In that they, 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 you had no reason to see, to expect the Middleton injury. He wasn't a historically really injured player. He got hurt, and it's like, damn. Probably, in my opinion, cost them a title. But then there are certain times, like the 2018 Rockets, where it's like, oh, Chris Paul had a soft tissue injury late mm-hmm. into the postseason. I mean, it is unfortunate, but it's not unforeseeable. The Suns, right. the Suns, the Clippers, and the Lakers are the three teams that if in the postseason or lead up to the postseason, they lose a guy due to injury, you can't be like, oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Didn't see like, that no. coming. It, 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 and so, and Rick, what is most concerning to me is the way this injury happened. I, yeah. I'm yeah, i not familiar in my – listen, you, you've been covering the league longer than me, but I've watched it closely for – Almost 30 years. I don't remember a star player getting hurt in layup lines to where he misses time. Like, I've seen a guy, something tighten up on him in pregame. Obviously, he misses the game. But for him to be, I'm making my debut to I'm leaving in a walking boot and I didn't play in the game, I've never seen it. And it does make me concerned about how... For lack of a better term, fragile Kevin Durant is at this point.
3: Yeah, it's hard to argue. I, you know what? I'm giving you a I'm giving you a TV hug. right now. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. I'm giving you Appreciate a TV that. hug because I, I believe like we're we're on an agreement street. Well, here. we're talking I, Lakers I, I, in about 10 minutes,
2: so that'll change. Don't worry about it. But oh, well, that'll yeah. kind of, yeah, yeah.
3: We'll be we'll get back on track. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm I'm. I'm with you and this is this is actually a reflection of the change I believe that people are not taking uh, uh, into account which is we have this idea that it's star power that wins you championships and that you need to you need to have three stars you need to have big stars and that's how you build a championship team and what we've seen over the last couple of years is that 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 is not the case. Whether it's load management or it's uh, just uh, the inability to avoid major injuries, the teams that have depth and versatility and aren't top-heavy are the teams that are ending up with uh, being in the finals and ultimately winning it. And so this is, I think, one more example of that. You gave away three players, three quality players who helped you get to the finals two years ago, and win 64 games last year to get Kevin Durant, who now is on the shelf, and you don't have the requisite ability to recover from that. Mm.
1: Uh, title odds: number one, Celtics and Bucks tied. I got the Bucks at number one. Uh, then Denver and then Phoenix. So this is the most optimistic. Your smart man, Wilds. Thank you. Um, uh, this is the most optimistic view, Nick. If the Suns do win a title. How much credit will Kevin Durant deserve? Well, I think you'll deserve massive credit.
2: I don't look at this as like, oh, ready-made. I thought the Suns window, I don't care they won 64 games last year. Mm-hmm. I thought their window was closed. Mm-hmm. I thought that Luka closed their window on them. Their window maybe even closed the year before in the finals up 2-0. But I didn't look at them as a real championship contender. So I would give him massive credit. I want to go to you, though, Wilds, because you're the, listen, you're the be-kind guy. You wanted, yes. th- you wanted
1: to discuss this, so you go ahead. Well, I think it would be strange. It would be the, another weird title for Kevin Durant, Rick. And if every other team there, it's like, well, the Bucks battled back and the Celtics got over the hump and finally the Joker yeah. was able to justify his MVP. If Kevin Durant comes in in the middle of the first round, wins a handful of games and wins finals MVP, I don't know how yeah. we're judging his legacy. It's like, all right, he got another one. So now all of a sudden he's got yeah. three finals MVPs and people won't like any of them.
3: I'll like them, yeah. but I think it'll be strange. Well, this is exactly what it is. He will win another title, and he won't get the credit he deserves Deserve. for having for having, I don't for think having so. won it. Oh. <laughs> I, Go ahead, Rick. it's going to be. He joined a super team. It was a team. There, there, there will be plenty of reasons to explain why this wasn't really Kevin Durant leading to them a championship. That he took advantage of Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton well, and everything that was around him.
2: Well, in that regard, in that light. It might actually be good for Kevin Durant. If we are just going to operate on the assumption they win the title, like let's just say that is happening because that's the premise of the question, Mm -hmm. then them looking really shaky these next few weeks would be good for him. They, you know what I mean? Them, Because they, they, I think they were a shaky team before the trade. Good point. And so if they, the next few weeks, you see what this team would look like, with, with obviously now no Mikael Bridges, no Kim Johnson, the guys they traded away. But if they look really yeah. shaky, instead of moving up to the three line, they're holding on to that four line for dear life. And then KD comes in and they look awesome. Pardon me, look awesome. Yeah. That I don't think it's a super team either way, so I'll give him credit. I've always been a Kevin Durant guy. You guys all know that. But um, but I think maybe that would be what's best for him, for you media jackals trying to take away from Kevin Durant's legacy. Fair I mean, point. listen, I want the guy to get his first title more than anybody. Oh, okay, <laughs> see, there we go. I, what yeah, I, nice I do. Twist. He's the best player ever the without a ring, man. He's he the hottest team in
1: the West. They have won, I think, two in a row. Okay, stop is it. Have, seven, it of
2: ten, seven of two ten. Seven of ten. Two in a row.
1: Seven of ten.
3: Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander is your only place for the World Baseball Classic coverage. Hi, I'm Ben Verlander, host of Flippin' Bats. And I'm Alex Curry, co-host of Flippin' Bats. From Taiwan to Phoenix and Miami, we'll be providing you daily updates on all the action taking place in this year's WBC. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to like and subscribe us at Flippin' Bats.
1: LeBron's Lakers. <laughs> LeBron lists Lakers pretty good. Take a two-game winning streak into Old Staples because I'm not supporting crypto anymore. Yeah. For a matchup against the Raptors tonight, AD downgraded to probable. The Raptors sneaky favorites here. Uh, here's AD after their last game.
0: That's was good, but we're not satisfied. Uh, we don't want to stop there. Uh, you know, we want to be greedy. You know, and get as many wins as possible and try to, you know, keep moving up the ladder. Um, you know, we still got to take care of business and do what we're supposed to do. Um, but uh, it feels good to, you know, move up another spot and uh, continue to chase in, um, our goals, which is to um, not only be in a play in, but possibly being in, in uh, securing the top six spot.
2: Remember, Darvin Ham said that. Yeah. And I'm I'm I okay. said it was very possible. And, and you mocked me. I and didn't now one game out of the five seed. One loss. At this point in the season, fans. You, you, and'm oh, ta- no I'm saying the to the people watching I'm for the people watching oh, okay. when you're t- trying to figure out the standings count losses. Yeah. Cause you can't make up losses. You can make up wins and teams have played an uneven amount of games. So the Lakers have 34 losses. Yeah. Teams with 33 are Minnesota, Dallas, Golden State, and the Clippers. Three of those, te- two of those teams are good teams. One of them is the defending champ and the other one traded seven first round picks for Rudy Gobert. So they're going to catch at least one of them, maybe two of them, and we'll see if they can catch three of them. But here's the thing. This is not a blip. This is not just all of a sudden they had a good week. This is since the 2-10 and ten start, which who could have predicted that? Let's look at the best teams in the Western Conference. Can we show you that, please? Since, again, go back three months. Yeah. Oh, Lakers, Nuggets, light the damn beam, and the Grizzlies. Hmm. And now they actually made some moves at the deadline to get rid of the cancer that was Patrick Beverly. Oh, yeah, a lot of teams want Patrick Beverly these days. Along with Russ, and they added some shooting. Mm -hmm. And Anthony Davis is playing well. And now, Rick Bucher, I will show you this. Because the Lakers are a week away from being the hottest team in the NBA. Can we show you their upcoming schedule? Well, it's the Raptors, who just spent a night in Los Angeles. I'm sure they were, you know, just studying. They are underdogs. And then the Knicks, who are on a back-to-back after a matinee on Saturday in Los Angeles. I wonder what they'll be doing Saturday evening. Bootsy Bellows comes calling. Then there's the Pelicans, the Rockets, the Mavs are good. Your frisky magic, mm-hmm. the Suns without Durant, the Thunder don't want to win, and then the Patrick Beverly revenge games. Ooh,
1: double. I didn't not
2: realize that. LeBron won't even be back until maybe the Bulls game at the earliest, and they still could go eight and two. So Rick, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm here to tell you the sixth seed is absolutely in play. And the Lakers, being a absolute live finals contender, is absolutely in play. Oh, you're wincing. <sighs>
3: You always do this. I don't always do this. You always do this. I don't always do this. You always do this. I didn't do it last year. It's just wild. I I, I don't know. I'm going to send I'm going to send you some sort of a basket or what? something, like a yeah. gift basket because okay. I think you deserve I like a edible arrangement. Something for, for on a daily basis. Al- Working uh, with the most oh, correct
2: oh, well, man in sports television. That, that I is for it. It's nice for him. Now, Go ahead, Rick.
3: All, let's just get like, I'm I'm not even going to deal with that finals nonsense i'm just gonna start with the sixth seed huh? you just casually said hey they could leap one or they could leap two or who knows they could leap, they could leap three teams yeah to get to the sixth seed they have to leap three teams no but they it's and one game they have to okay and there's a half game they're a half game from being out of the play-in entirely yeah but those the teams aren't jazz trying to win directly behind them yeah but the jazz want to go backwards <laughs> So sort of no, New Orleans can't help itself. The Portland Trailblazers, Trail and the Utah Jazz are still trying to win. Ah, but here's, here,
2: Portland here's my Go thing.
3: Ahead. Is that the Minnesota Timberwolves, if you look at their schedule, it is as soft and easy as the Lakers is. And if you look at the teams that they have to leapfrog, here they are. As good as the Lakers have been over the last five games, which is what we're really talking about. No, the games that since they made the, they, they made the deals and they found their footing. That's not no, no, true. No. We're going last five No 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 no. We're going last five games. That's because it helps your five argument. Games. This is what?
2: They, this last ten they're seven and three oh, and, and it, all of those teams and you, are five hundred. You're or below. cherry picking But go ahead.
3: You but are cherry ahead. you are cherry picking to fit your argument <laughs> sure. as well. Sure. My point is that as good as the Lakers have been, that we've been we've been so excited about them over the last five games. That's true. That's when everybody jumped on this wagon. And you look at the teams that they have to leapfrog. My point is, they have been good. I've loved seeing this turn. They have to be much, much better than what they have been, starting with, and it will be, to your point, with the schedule. Like, what they do against the Raptors and what they do against the Knicks will tell me a lot yeah. about whether they are that team that legitimately has the ability to move up. Because to this point, when they played Minnesota, when they played Memphis, when they played teams that we consider legitimately good teams, they lost. Mm. So beat some teams that I'm looking at now that are legitimately playing good. And the Raptors, they, they, they without question, they should win that. Beat the New York Knicks is Warriors. going to be the game. They just beat the Warriors, who are one of the teams they have to
2: leapfrog. And and, and so hold on, let's. Where did they? Hold on, let's. Where did they beat them?
3: Where did they beat them? Where did they beat them? In Los Angeles, I get that. That,
2: okay. Yeah. Okay. But I don't understand. They didn't play him on the moon. There was only two plays they could play them. They beat him in one right? of them. The point and if that, they beat him at the chase center, now I, I'd be listening. No, but, but I But the fact but that they beat him on the road, but, everybody beats them uh, on the road. Okay, but the point that I am making is this you can say the last five games is all it's been. I disagree. I think the question was once the Lakers made those trades, were they going yeah. to look different? And the answer is resoundingly, unequivocally, yes. And they must have gone on some type of hot streak at some point because they were the 13th seed a few days ago, a few weeks ago, and now they are a game out of being the 6th seed. So I do think there is reason for a team that has the third softest schedule left in the NBA, the only teams with softer schedules are Memphis and Cleveland, Mm -hmm. to think, that the Lakers could absolutely get out of the play-in and be a dangerous team watch.
1: Rick, here's A.D. with and without LeBron. He's been on a tear recently since LeBron went out, 30, 28, 38, 39. Uh, oh. Oh, do you think this resurgent what? A.D. can co- yeah. coexist is not a nice word. Thrive, let's say, when LeBron comes back.
3: Ah, that's a great question. I don't see why not. I'm more interested to see how AD plays once you get uh, you get D'Angelo Russell back in the oh. mix. And how you make all of that work. Because I think the expectation is that, that D'Lo is immediately going to make them better. And what I've seen is that Anthony Davis is leading a defensive surge with this team, which is not D'Lo's strength. And so... Just the chemistry and making all these work. And, by the way, you said without LeBron. How many games ago did LeBron – did we lose LeBron?
1: Five.
3: Oh, oh! it was five games ago. So why would I be pointing out that it's five games? Because that's how they're – that's the team that they're going to be playing with over the next whatever number of weeks. That – is why I wasn't cherry-picking. I, I no wasn't skewing it to first my You said cherry-picking. It sounds,
2: Dolph protests too much, my friend. I just said there's 10 games is a better sample. But I,
3: listen, I, I didn't accuse no, it's
2: anyone not. of anything. No, okay. it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not okay.
3: Because LeBron played the first five.
1: Fair. Okay. I mean, he has a point. Okay. I mean, Fair. I know you're here in person, but he's got a good point. <laughs> Coming up next, we're talking about Lamar Jackson's contract. We may have solved it. We may have broken it broken it? Well, not broken. The news I'm saying we we've, we've solved okay. it. The solution. We've got it.
0: This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.
1: No public comments from Lamar since being offered the non exclusive tag by the Ravens. He did, however, take to Twitter to respond to this tweet from Hard Rock Sportsbook. You're home for hard rock and sports betting. Uh, QBs in NFL history with 96 passer rating and over 100 passing touchdowns in their first 61 starts. Lamar, Patrick Mahomes, Dan Marino, Aaron Rodgers, and Deshaun Watson. Great company with a heart. Yeah. I thought that was nice. Uh, no teams linked to Lamar right now. James Jones is with us. Hello, James. What's going on, Are you on, surprised man? that no team has
0: jumped into the Lamar sweepstakes? I'm very surprised. You're talking about a 26-year-old MVP quarterback, right, that can lead your team at any time. He's 49 and 18 or 19 yep. as a starting quarterback in this league. The QB all he, wins, folks, should love him. Yes, all love he him. does is win football games, right? And for me, this is mind-boggling because you pay guys like Daniel Jones. You pay guys like Derek Carr. You pay guys like Kirk Cousins. You pay these quarterbacks, and now all of a sudden – Teams that need quarterbacks are not even putting shooting a shot at Lamar Jackson. Like this, this, this for me is, is truly disrespectful to Lamar Jackson and what he has done. Because usually, in the National Football League, you turn on the tape and you look at it and you see if this guy can really play the game at the high level. All Lamar Jackson has done has played this game at a high level. And I look at I look at spots like the Falcons, the Panthers, and all that. Coaches get fired. Because you do not win games, correct? Right? And you do not win a lot of games or have an opportunity to win a lot of games if you do not have a good quarterback in this league. Uh, Frank Reich is in Carolina. He had a solid football team in Indy with, not, with, with no quarterback. It started with Carson Wentz, uh, Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, and you ended up getting fired. Ron Rivera, if you don't get the job done this year, you are going to get fired. And you have a superstar quarterback out there in Lamar Jackson who will help you keep your job and win games for your franchise. And you're telling me that you're I, not in on him? Listen, I think you make a lot of really good points. And Steven Ruiz uh, said this, and I want to
2: give him credit. He said that, Any team that needs a quarterback that does not get Lamar Jackson, if in the draft they don't get their quarterback, Mm -hmm. they will look back on this offseason as the year we missed out on Lamar Jackson. He is there. He is available. And to preemptively state we're not going after him is baffling
1: to me. Can I push back on the he is available? Do you buy into the narrative that the Ravens are sitting back and letting the falcons do all the legwork and then come in like and Lamar says all right here's from the falcons like okay no, because plus 1 million sign it no
2: because it there first of all there are way there are workarounds there you could make it very difficult on baltimore mm-hmm. and second of all it, i understand some people are like well this team doesn't want to give him a fully guaranteed deal you still should call him yeah. and say, here's my best offer. Now, you you don't want to sign it, no problem. But just so you know, here's the best offer. But I also want to level set a couple things about the Lamar Jackson discussion. Because there have been a couple things said that are just, in my opinion, false. One is, well, the Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed deal, it's an outlier we'll never see again. Kirk Cousins got a fully guaranteed deal, everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, exactly. it was shorter term. It was three years. Yeah. But Kirk Cousins... Five years ago, got a fully guaranteed deal. That's the first point. Second point is this. Lamar is the same draft class as Josh Allen, Mm. Sam Darnold, those guys. Josh Allen got his extension after year three. Why was Josh Allen not fighting for the fully guaranteed? Oh, because it was a year before Deshaun ever got traded. Lamar was eligible and wanted an extension before Deshaun Watson was a Brown by a full calendar year. And the Ravens then were like, ah, I need to see more. He's like, ah, I won an MVP in this past year. I won a playoff game. Andy had at that point never been hurt, and they didn't pay him. And so then a year later is when the waters got muddied by the Deshaun Watson situation, right? But the Ravens have had multiple opportunities mm-hmm. to lock him up before any of this fully guaranteed stuff came to be, and they missed their opportunity. I think the team that I keep bringing up that has multiple first-round picks and the money and I think could win, go to the Super Bowl
1: if everything fell right is Detroit. Mm. They play. Ooh. And I,
2: I know you like golf.
1: I think it's I don't not... like golf. I'm just <laughs> saying golf I do like yeah. golf, but I'm saying golf has put up big numbers, Correct, which He's is why, not Lamar Jackson. It's right, which is why he put up bigger numbers than when
2: Lamar sh- sh- through the air. Sure, through the air he did, but it's also why for Detroit to me it makes sense. Because you would get, I think, maybe a second round pick for golf. Golf's now on a reasonable contract, like you would get some of the draft. Maybe you would include golf Because the other thing, they don't have to just do the two first-round picks. They can talk with Baltimore and say, we're going to offer them a a term sheet. Mm -hmm. Do you guys just want to work out a a real sign-in trade here? Maybe they want golf, or maybe you send golf elsewhere. But I believe right now... I, I don't think there is no interest in Lamar. I just think it's going to take quite a bit of time, Wilds.
1: Um, James, there was an article by Charles Robinson of yeah. Yahoo Sports. It's excellent. What he did was basically ask three agents mm-hmm. to try to solve this. Yeah. Because right now it feels like we're in an intractable mm-hmm. spot where Lamar wants fully guaranteed, the team says no, and we're just kind of stuck. So he's yeah. like, solve this, what would you do? The two things that jumped out to me of what the agents recommended was, Three years, one fifty, fifty million guaranteed. Then the other one is basically three
0: years, one fifty, fifty million guaranteed. How much guaranteed?
1: Guaranteed every year.
0: Whole, whole oh, thing's guaranteed. Yeah, three years, one fifty, guaranteed every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah.
1: other one is some version of that, four years, but it's, I think it's like Mahomes, where it kicks it. The guarantee yeah. kicks it's a in every year. It's a guarantee. Rolling guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like any of those, or do you think it's like no man, it's the Sean Watson or bust? But to be honest
0: with you. I like a couple of those deals, but, mm-hmm. and that's why I truly believe in certain situations you need an agent. I understand you want to handle this stuff by yourself or your mom, your agent, or whoever. You got these people in your corner. But I had an agent, and it was times to where he said, son, you're not getting that. I don't care who you think you are. I don't care what you think you put on tape. I don't care what you think these coaches think of you, what you think the league thinks of you. You're not getting I that. I don't
2: know why he doesn't call David Mulageta, who's Deshaun's name. Yeah to be like you went through this exact yeah. thing with a guy who had yeah. potential criminal charges hanging over his head, hadn't played in a year, and what everyone knew it was going to get suspended. And that, and again, I have no connection, David, at all. I'm not shilling for anybody. He's not a clutch guy, any of it. But I, not that I'd ever shill for any clutch guys. But just to be clear, I I, the but somehow he got a bidding war for in this, yep. the closest situation at this point. I agree with you. Yes. Like I think there's a pride thing with the no agent oh, thing. No. But at this point, I think it would be in his best interest to at least consult somebody.
1: When, when Deshaun signed, this was from the New York Times, Watson reportedly also met this week with Falcons, Panthers, and Saints, and there was a fitting war. Yeah. Like, well, it seems like it would make sense. Uh, are the Jets Super Bowl contenders if they get Aaron Rodgers? Oh, I can't wait no, for a No, but we just wow,
3: wow, break
1: the Jets. Jets. Think that they've got, oh, look at this. That was a good oh. Patriots highlight. I think they've got their new slash old quarterback age-wise. Yeah. It's not Sanchez. That's <laughs> funny. They've reportedly worked out the contract and compensation for the deal. So what's, what are we doing? And now we're waiting. Are the Jets making the right call? We're going to start with Nick Wright.
0: Okay.
2: No, I don't believe so. <laughs> I think that... Given the fact that you have to trade for Rodgers, so mm-hmm. you have to give up picks. Now, you'd also have to trade for Lamar, but Lamar's younger and better. And given the salary, to me, if we were to go back three weeks to the start of before any of the quarterback carousel, I would have ranked the Jets' options as follows. Lamar, number one. Oh, no. yep. Now, he's the most expensive, but he's the youngest and the best by a mile. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr, two. Ooh, Purely because you don't have to give up any draft capital Absolutely. and it's l- less on your salary cap. This one, God, I'm glad Brew's not here. <laughs> I think I would have Jimmy G3.
1: Holy cow.
2: Purely because I think Jimmy G's like going to come in in the mid-20s. I think he's going to cost less than Geno and, again, no draft picks. Not, no, You're not talking turnovers. You're talking No, salary. I'm talking about salary. <laughs> and it's all about surplus value, right? It's all about can you generate more than you're costing me so I can end up – and if you're not as good of a player with the money I save, can I then acquire better players around mm-hmm. it? That's the whole name of the game. And then I have Rodgers 4th. And again, it's not because he's not one of the all-time greats. This is kind of a Cousin to Draymond conversation we had. Not the same, but you can be a Hall of Famer and an icon and also not close to that anymore. And then when you add to it, James, what I would want to know if I'm the Jets Mm -hmm. is, okay, so if we trade for you, When's the first time you're actually going to shake Garrett Wilson's hand? Because if it's going to be at mandatory minicamp, I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah. Because you sat, I remember when you sat with us and uh, remember the time when Christian Watson like didn't read yeah. the hand signal yeah. and Aaron oh, yeah. got upset and you explained to us about how that worked. Yeah. I think you need a lot of time with these guys early if you're going to try to hit the ground running no and make a run in the tough AFC. And while it's not Aaron's obligation to show up to the voluntary stuff. If I, if he's going to be on my team, I'm going to want him there when it's a whole new team and a whole new everything. So it's not the decision I would make if I were the Jets, but it sure seems like the decision they
0: are making. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's in order, if we're talking about the quarterbacks that you should attack in order, absolutely. I'm, everybody knows how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. Thinks he's the baddest man on the planet to ever throw the football. Sure. And I, I, I'm biased a little bit because I played with him, but when you're talking about this, Lamar Jackson absolutely should be numero uno. You're going to plug him into your offense with a really good defense for the next 10 years, and you're going to have opportunities to punch your ticket to the playoffs and who knows how many Super Bowls you're going to get to with Lamar Jackson. Number two would have been Derek Carr as well because you do not have to trade for him. You can offer him a decent contract. You don't got to give up no draft capital. You can build your team around Derek Carr for the next three, four years, and then it would have been Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Right. Aaron Rodgers would have been my number three. And that is why he would have been my number three is because he's leaving a situation and coming into a day near identical situation. You have young players on the outside that you're going to have to get chemistry with PFF got the offensive line second worst in football. Right. So you are leaving a solid offensive line in Green Bay who could protect you. Then you come into them and they can't protect you. You have a running back in the backfield coming off of an ACL injury. You have two very good running backs in Green Bay. You have a solid defense in Green Bay. They finished seventh in scoring. You know, so for me, leaving Green Bay and coming to the Jets, and I know we're talking about the Jets Are they making the right decision? Yes, they are shooting their shot at a quarterback because they believe they're a quarterback away from from competing for a championship. But as for Aaron Rodgers, this makes no sense for you to go to the Jets and not stay (coughs) at home with the Green Bay Packers where you have built some chemistry with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. You have a solid offensive line. You have some some good capital in the draft. You have a two-headed monster at running back, and your defense finished seventh in scoring.
2: Why do you think he wants to leave? To be honest with you, I don't think it's him. That They're just done with him. Yes, I, I don't think
0: Aaron, because Aaron Rodgers ain't came out and said, hey man, I want out. I don't think it's him. I think it's something with the organization where they're at least thinking it's time to move on. Move, turn the page. Okay. Uh,
1: Sauce Gardner famously took a souvenir from Lambeau and yesterday uh, he burned it. Okay. Uh, ceremony to lure Rodgers to the Jets. Take a listen.
0: Where A-Rod at, man? Where A-Rod? I mean, let's make this happen, man. This is me talking now. I ain't playing no games no more. I'm not playing no more, a I was playing at first, I'm not playing no more. You see it in my face. I need you to lock in. I need you to come here so we can win the Super Bowl. Okay. Alright.
1: He also talked about uh, that there was gonna be a package deal, which got I thought was interesting. Where it's like, maybe Rodgers is coming with someone. I don't know who, but maybe it's like a Brady, Antonio Brown, Gronk situation. Uh, are the Jets Super Bowl contenders? You can say no.
0: I mean, no, I mean, I don't. I don't think so. That's correct. You know what I mean? And, and I'm a believer in Aaron Rodgers. I've I seen him do some special stuff on the football field. But I think there's too many holes in this team for Aaron Rodgers just to come in and solve and say you're going to the Super Bowl and you got to go through Patty and you got to go through Joe Burrow and you got to go through Josh Allen. You're possibly going to have to go through Lamar Jackson. I do not think this is a Super Bowl caliber team, even with Aaron Rodgers on the roster. I think the Jets have a long way to go. they, they got holes to fill in their, in their team. My concern would be everyone's like, well, you've
2: got a great defense. Probably you have a great defense. But yeah. d- d- off, the best offenses, if you keep the same quarterback and mm-hmm. coach, are pretty consistent year to
0: year. Defense fluctuates wildly year to year. And, and, and go just ahead. to piggyback off that, I was on a team with a really good defense. Charles Woodson, Clay Matthews, yeah. B.J. Raji, Al Harris, Nick Collins, Tremont Williams. You could keep going. A.J. Hawk. You could keep going down good the podcaster. line. They had a dominant. We had a dominant defense, right? But numbers didn't say so because we were scoring 35, 40 points as an offense, sure. right? So you're going to get different offenses if your offense is putting up points. The Jets seen a lot of balanced offense. People were running the ball on them a lot, you know? So it wasn't just Patty Mahomes saying, oh, shoot, I got to go over here and score 30 on the Jets. That, that's not what you're saying. Zach Wilson, Mike White was that quarterback. you thinking going in there, I got to score 17 points to win the ball game. So now that you get Aaron in there or you get Lamar in there and you start scoring points, this defense definitely could look different.
2: And, and so in the, and again, I love the personnel. Sauce, I think, is a legitimately no in the discussion already for best corner. Quinnen's awesome. Quentin's brother, Quincy. I, I like the personnel. I think Salah knows how to coach defense, but it still fluctuates. And then you talk about – what is the clearly tougher of the two conferences, and a very tough division. So can I interest you in something? Oh, sure. A little NFL title pie. I, mean, I know it's on a Tuesday. Tuesday. This is, this but, guy so this is the AFC. Segment. This is Brand the AFC. New. Odds to win okay. the AFC. What well, I actually odds to win the AFC? I'm giving the Chiefs a 60% chance. I'm giving the Bengals 15. That's red the and Prince, orange. That's a real yeah. You're asking a lot for your TV set. Well, no, well, look at that monitor. Doofus right there, and it looks fine. <laughs> Could have been striped. 10% for the Prince. 5% for the back-to-back defending seventh-place finishing Buffalo Bills. Then the Chargers, Dolphins, Ravens, 4-3-2. I give the Jets with Aaron 1%. I give him a shot. The Sacramento. They, uh, the Sacramento Kings, exactly. Light the beam. I give him a shot. I get more. It just all out on Buffalo, huh? That was 5%. Mm, That's something. Like, uh, you like know some you know. Who also oh, seems yeah. to be all out on Buffalo? Stefan Diggs. Yeah, what's going on? Who's <laughs> like, oh, I don't know what's <laughs> happened to us. I don't know what's wrong. I got some ideas. You know it's also all out on Buffalo? Leslie Frazier. Who's like, I'm not, you know what? I'm walking away from the game for a year. <laughs> I'm so traumatized. So don't worry. So my
1: point is, Wild, sorry your Patriots didn't make the pop. Well, I mean, can we, are there uh, slices of a percent? <laughs> Like partial ownership of No, the there's team? not. No, 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 that's point it. That's 0. the
2: 5? that's the whole thing. I just – I you couldn't dismiss them yeah. because maybe Aaron has a throwback season to a couple seasons ago. Mm-hmm. But to me, it would be I, – I think the Jets don't even think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think no. Jets are like, can we make round two? You know what I mean? Can what's we what's the point of that? Then you're going to get, what, a 41-year-old Aaron Rodgers? I think the point she- of it is is that there is for certain teams value – And we're going to have 17 Sundays that our fans are excited about. We're going to be viable. You know what I mean? We're going to have a shot. We're going to get in the tournament and see what happens. I think that is... I think
0: that's the plan. Get us a quarterback. Punch our ticket to the tournament. And see what the hell happens. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, If you don't have any plans in mid-June, why don't you consider
1: heading over to the Psychedelic Science Conference at the Colorado Convention Center, where a featured speaker will be Aaron Rodgers. Nick? In one of your oldest man takes no, we've ever heard. This was not an old man take. Go ahead. Go ahead. At 10 a.m., you have an issue with this. I,
2: no. Even I know you're usually well-read on these issues. I did not say I have an issue with it. I said th- this is the NFL mm-hmm. is run by people who I have read stories about a team dropped a guy on their draft board because he's too well-read. They're like, I don't know how much he loves football. We hear stories no about guys who it's like, oh, this guy has diverse interests and we hate that. Like, And it's the NFL. It yep. is run by, not necessarily politically, probably that too, but very conservative thinkers. Yeah. And for your quarterback to be headlining a drug he's convention. Not, head- not headlining. Okay. Speaking <laughs> of a featured speaker sure. at a drug convention, strikes me as... I think it would raise some eyebrows. For I don't know, man. Larry Johnson in the pharmaceutical industry, it, I, I, really I just, the, into and it. maybe it's because it's psychedelics, and because there is you know kind of growing science supporting psychedelics is like a if healing it, if, thing. If it, was,
0: but, if it was year two. Mm -hmm. year three and you're a young player Mm -hmm. you you better believe it a lot of people I mean they they do it to Kyler you know you don't you don't care about Kyler speaking at a call of duty convention you know (laughs) what I mean you know you do you they do it to Kyler so for me in year 20 you know going into year 20 I'm not I'm not really worried about what he has going on but if he was a young player you better believe it that is how they talk
1: okay this is why it's such an old man tape I printed out the the
2: (laughs) I'm the old man. You're printing out news articles <laughs> to read I do not want me. to read it but on the computer. Yeah.
1: But it is a legit conference mm-hmm. with lots like neuroscience updates from John Hopkins. Okay. Introduction to psychedelic I law. I understand that. Neuroscience wise. updates Hold from on UC a second. Berkeley. We're acting like it's just no, Timothy I'm Leary not. out I'm in the woods. No, I'm I'm acting
2: like we have known for 10, 15 years at a minimum... That marijuana has legitimate therapeutic reasons for stress, anxiety, and certainly for pain, right? And football players had to fight tooth and nail Mm -hmm. to be allowed to use just weed, even when it was being legalized across the country, because... The league is, on stuff like this, usually a few years behind. Like, we were starting to legalize gambling when Tony Romo still wasn't allowed to do like a fantasy football convention because the league is usually not on the cutting edge when it comes to this stuff. And the fact that just because, you know, Nicole Kidman has a TV show about how the psychedelics can help you heal and all these things, and it's becoming very much more in the mainstream now than it was yeah. five years ago, doesn't mean that I think the NFL is like, yeah, if you you know, if you need to microdose mushrooms to get over some past drama, we're all for it in the offseason. I don't think that's where most of these front offices are. I wasn't familiar with the Nicole Kidman show. Oh, really? Nine perfect strangers? Quite yeah. good. Oh, that, I know it yeah. was about psychedelics. Yeah. yeah. Oh, spoiler
1: <laughs> alert. Sorry, they're all tripping in that show. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the Friday 5. This is when we give you five quick minutes on Friday. <laughs> Odell holding a workout for NFL teams today. No word on whether or not it will be shirtless, but there will be one-handed catches, I guarantee you. James, where do you want to see Odell land?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Thank you. I would love to see Odell Beckham Jr. go to the Minnesota Vikings. They just released released Adam Thielen. You go out there with Kirk Cousins, be on the other side of Justin Jefferson, where Justin Jefferson is going to get all the attention. You reunite with the head coach who was your offensive coordinator at the Rams. So he knows how to use you, knows how to get you open. You're going to go out there. You're going to know the system right when you land in Minnesota. you got another guy on the other side of Justin Jefferson who could run, who's explosive. I would like to see OBJ in purple in the Minnesota Vikings uniform. I like that. Okay, that's,
2: I, I like that as well except for I'd like to see Odell for the first time in his career with a truly elite quarterback. Mm. Stafford's good. And I, I'm not trying to di- – but I'm talking about him, a guy Bussins. that we look at as a no-doubt Hall of Fame mm-hmm. quarterback, which we've never He's seen. I, well, here. he played, started with Eli, and I know a lot of people think Eli's going to be in the Hall of Fame. But when Odell was with him, Eli was on the okay, backside. I know
1: where we're going with so,
2: this. Well, wait just a moment. You don't know where we're going with this necessarily. <laughs> there have been a, I know you're thinking I'm going to connect him to a certain team, but I, when Christian McCaffrey was available, I did not connect him to the Chiefs. There are a lot of guys I don't – because I understand what the Chiefs are trying to do, but I, before I even give the answer, this what we saw, shirtless or not, was the video that all year, when people were talking about him going to the Cowboys, I was asking to see. I kept That's saying, right. "Can we see Odell on a football field? Yeah, no shirt. Hey, it was shirt, no, no. shirt. Don't care. Yeah. Can we see Odell Beckham Jr. on a football field, to, so we know that he's healthy enough to actually help a team?" Yeah. And I think it is very clear he is healthy enough to actually help a team. Very clear from one video.
0: Yeah, because okay. it's been long enough. Well, now. I mean, if, if he's if he's holding a workout, he, he right. has to
2: be a hundred. That's what I'm saying. Exactly right. So we have the video. He's holding a workout, so he should go to the Chiefs. Let's be serious. <laughs> can we just? Can we just be serious? Like, come on. And I'll be honest, football fans. Isn't that kind of what you want to see as well? <laughs> Isn't he as much fun as it was watching Patrick Mahomes, you know, duct tape it together with uh, new wide receivers and guys that are number threes elsewhere, plus obviously Kelsey's no, I an all-time. Like I would
0: like to see that too strictly because I feel like it really – is not about winning for OBJ right now. Like you have a Super Bowl right now, you need to show the world that you're OBJ. Right. right? You need to go out there and put up some big numbers because if not, you're going to be a free agent again next year, looking for another home. Because I don't think anyone's giving him a four-year no, deal. Rate. No, this, the is, max he'll get is two. Right,
2: and I think yeah. if it, and I think he probably. Would prefer one yeah. to where he can be ball out for a year, be thirty one, and then go show you know be thirty or thirty one after this season, and then go cash in one more time when the receiver market's on fire. There is no better place yeah. than Kansas so City. So for me,
0: that's different too, because if I'm going to a Kirk Cousins or I'm going to a Dak Prescott. I would give me two years so I know where I'm going to be. If I'm going to a patty, yeah, give, give me, me one, one year, year because I know that I'm going to go crazy and, and, and I'll be up back it, at the, with, uh, with the
2: You mentioned the Cowboys. CeeDee Lamb's there. Yes. With the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, the best receiver mm-hmm. in football's there. The the Bills were detached to him. They have Stephon Diggs. The Chiefs may or may not bring back Juju. Mm-hmm. They are. McCall Hardman's leaving. With all they, those guys. With all those guys, one. he's the number one receiver yep. and could put up – monster numbers, be on national TV as much as any team in the league or the most of any team in the league, and then maybe go get paid one more time and get another Super Bowl ring.
1: Do you like the Giants at all? little homecoming.
2: I
0: don't like the Giants strictly to where he's going. Daniel Jones is not an elite quarterback, no. especially a thrower of the football. And for OBJ, this is a year to where you have to show everybody that you are back to OBJ and, and making those plays if you don't yes. want to be a free agent and again are, and, and going to another and team. Daniel Jones the, is not going to have him balling. Think it. about the top six,
2: seven quarterbacks in football. All of them have an established number one receiver alongside them, except for Patrick. So we'll go have for, Travis
1: go, Kelsey. For He's a tight end, watch. I know, but it's a he's pass a tight catcher. I understand. It's a he's a pass tight end. catcher. I said wide receiver. Well, it doesn't block, so he's a wide tight
0: receiver.
2: End. <laughs> tight end. He's also running backs, too, but it's not that <laughs> same. The
1: Lakers continue.
2: <laughs> Silent.
1: Who is? Are
2: you? You. Are you
3: You are me? the doubter.
1: And the Lakers continue to si- silence
3: continue. you?
1: But that's just a continue. horrible, horrible you. question on this Metal's time. Jazz magic in a game watched by hundreds. <laughs> Paolo Vencaro shakes weird and wonderful fave, but never in a good way. Walker Kessler and gets the dunk. But the Jazz won, and they are currently a half game outside of the play in. Yeah. I think they're going to make it.
2: Okay, I do not. More on the play in in a moment. But the first bronze medal, DeMontis Sabonis. 24, 13, and 10. As the Kings light the beam, and I'm just curious, old bing-bongers. Remember that 10-game winning streak that was going to happen? Because, oh, they're playing the Hornets. Too they much. couldn't lose that the was Hornets. a weird one. I missed that game. Who well, won they it? They lost that one. They lost that one. And then this one? Yeah, so they what are they now? It. I don't know. Eight I know they they two in
1: their last 10. Eight, good, you know what? Good job, right? You Thank did you. that on <laughs> the But double-check it anyway, Silver
2: medal. Brooke Lopez. This close. To the first triple-double with blocks in more than two years in the NBA. I would have that. 24, 10, and 9 in a win over... Who had the last one? Bam? I don't know the answer Well, how'd you
1: know it was the first in two years? Because I
2: know it hadn't happened in two years. Try not to just jump me during the... Anthony Davis, I'm told, is the last one. Thank oh. you very much. Get up. Chiming into in my ear. Gold medal, Tyrese Halliburton. 28 or 29 and 19 in overtime win. You might say he got 19 rebounds. How? You know, Shingoon was the guy trying to box not him out. So Couldn't do 20. it. There it is. At, so there is, uh, we'll be honest, not the most star laden medal stand we've ever had. So but hey, all,
1: two all stars there.
2: I understand, but still.
1: But still, there's the medal stand from last night in the NBA. Two all uh, Raptors head into Staples. And again, I'm calling it Staples, not only because I'm out on crypto, I'm also in on office supplies. <laughs> Favored by two and a half yeah. points in L.A. tonight. Yeah. Nick? Do you wanna, no, I'm LA just going to in. L.A. is hot. Uh, oh, you,
2: they're the hot Do you team. just want to apologize to me? They won two games in do a row. Do you want it? Not for that, but partially because a few days ago, just a few days ago, I here said the Lakers mm-hmm. have a better chance Of a deep playoff run than the Warriors. You said winning the
1: championship.
2: I said, yeah. I said the Warriors had a 0% chance to win the title. Mm -hmm. And the Lakers were more than 0%. And you laughed. I did not say probably going to win the title. And you laughed at me. You mocked me. Mm -hmm. I gave the Lakers actually an 8% chance. If you remember the Tuesday title pie. I do remember. It's a good segment. Do you, right now this moment, who do you have more faith in? The Lakers
1: or the Warriors. I believe in the Warriors right now. Based on what? Based on boredom. That I think Draymond and the Warriors in general are bored, and I think they can turn the. Do switch.
2: you think they were bored against the Grizzlies, who Draymond spent the whole week trying to napalm? They, came, they, they got outscored 48-28 in the first quarter of that game.
1: I think they're a little bit bored with that little ball rolling and nobody went after it. I just feel like it's a mentality, and they need to flip the switch come playoff time. Okay. Night. And I know well, that once I see if LeBron comes back full steam ahead, I think it will be interesting.
3: Well, he's obviously
1: going to do that. And if AD is able to be stay this Pelicans AD, I really well, believe in AD. them. No, you,
2: it's, what are you, ta- you. what are you talking about? You're turning yourself in
1: circles. If AD you really is Pelicans AD, them. I
2: believe in Pelicans okay. AD. Lakers about to win seven of their next ten after I'll, winning I'll seven of their last
1: ten. Hubs, let's – Yeah, mark that. Mark
2: that, Mark that. Please. See Speak if it's the first next. thing I got wrong Drew in
0: 2020. Is
1: back on-